Hi everybody, this is Patty Negri. Welcome to The Witching Hour. I have a beautiful guest for you today, Stephanie Strange. She's a psychic, she's a medium, she's a paranormal investigator, and so much more. But before we bring on Stephanie, where's Patty? Yep, because if I don't tell you, I don't have no idea myself. If you are catching this, the week we first dropped, I am just getting back from Dallas, Texas, actually Louisville, Texas, Miracles of Joy. I'm sure the weekend was wonderful. We're shooting it just before. Um, but it's one of my favorite places. If you're anywhere near the greater Dallas area, Miracles of Joy is just this magical, magical little metaphysical shop. They offer great classes and things. And I just did that weekend. And this weekend, I'm going to be with all sorts of cool peoples at the Pacific Coast Paracon in Ventura, California. It's at the Majestic Theater. It's this big old 1930s, one of those ornate old theaters. It's got all the scary history that goes with those big old theaters and the gangsters and the shows. Um, every time I've been there for seances or investigations, crazy, fabulous stuff happens. So if you are anywhere near the area, that is this weekend. It is June 2nd and 3rd, which is Friday and Saturday. It's ghost hunts. It's a seance. It's speakers all day. And Stefan Brigatti is putting it on. Father Sebastian, myself. Oh my God, there's like 20 amazing presenters. So it's going to be really good. So join us there if so inclined. Um, and then I'm home for a couple of weeks and then we're getting ready for Hexfest and in New Orleans, which is great. That's the big witchy, witchy get together by Christian Day. And I've got three different workshops and a panel. And I'm so excited. I've never been to New Orleans in, in August. I, I hear it might be warm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm always there in October. But uh, so lots of stuff coming. So if you know where I am, just subscribe to my newsletter or follow me on social media. It's everywhere. You'll more than you ever want to know. Um, Tuesday night, I am teaching at my school. Um, at University Magicus, universitymagicus.com or magicu.org. Wednesday, I think I'm continuing with my goddess classes, um, unless we take a week or so off because Sebastian's traveling. And Wednesday, of course, the Witches Movie Coven. You don't want to miss it. Heather Green, Jason Mankey, Richard Leal Lillard, and Ghostbait herself, Courtney Buckley, and I talk witches in movies and all thing witches. Now to do that, you know, you got to have the merch. You got to have the Witches Movie Coven blanket to wrap up and you got to grab some popcorn. You got to grab a drink, t-shirt, mugs, and cloaks on all of it available. So go to mysterycontrol.com. And while you are there, also check out my new Patty's Power Panties. Yes, something I have been doing literally for decades. And I'm talking with sports stars, politicians, movie stars, and regular folks like us. Wear this color. Use this sigil in your panties. Put a spell on them. Now you could have them too. They work. I promise everybody who's got them so far said, oh my God, they work. Patty's Power Panties at mysterycontrol.com. I also have my Spellcaster series for t-shirts and hoodies and everything else. I am so excited about this, really. Um, you could change your life if you just change your underwear. Doesn't that sound weird? But it's true. So check out mysterycontrol.com and you can see which is Movie Coven, Spellcaster, Patty's Power Panties, Scared and Alone, and all sorts of things. So check it out. Other than that, that's where I am. Okay, guess what time it is? It is time for 
not just the willow report it's time for the psychic willow report because we're kind of on a hurry right now as we're taping this because things to do people to see and usually i have to run upstairs and get willow there's that yawn asleep on the couch nope she was sitting right here by my desk waiting to come on so she's a psychic too that's my little baby huh willow that's it that's the whole willow report is your dog psychic is your cat psychic they really are they can see spirits you know the best way to tell if you have a ghost in your house is watch your dog watch your cat and then they yawn that's the willow report Hi, everybody. This week's magic lesson, we're going to go over again the power and magic in the moon. Um, I'm a witchy girl. I'm a moon girl. I'm very elemental. But remember, our body is almost 60% water. Our planet is almost 70% water. We are run by the tides. Early man knew that. We kind of forget in our modern world of controlled air and controlled light and indoor living. But the moon really affects us. Everybody knows that from like, oh my God, it's another full moon. Ask anybody who's in law enforcement or anybody who works in a hospital or just anybody. It's full moon crazy. But if you take that full moon crazy and just are aware of it, every full moon, it's power you can use in magic and manifestation. So every full moon, it's a two-day option. Don't get crazy. Get outside if you can. If you can't get outside because it's raining or snowing or whatever, stay inside. But number one, be in gratitude for everything you have. Thank you for my health. Thank you for the moon. Thank you for I have a home. Thank you for everything that you have. And then make sure you also ask for what you want. Every belief system says you should ask, whether you call that prayer or manifestation or affirmations or whatever. Say, thank you, thank you, universe, for my two-bedroom apartment. I really need a three-bedroom apartment now. That's fine. Whoever you're talking to, maybe talking to God, maybe talking to the moon itself, maybe talking to your angels or guides or the aliens or just your higher self. Whatever it is, thanks, gratitude, and ask. And then the next two weeks, while the moon is waning or getting smaller, believe me, it's written on your cell phone. It's written on every paper calendar ever made. When the moon is getting smaller, that's when you let go of what's not serving you. That's when I do releasing magic. That's when I always start a diet. That's when the time to quit smoking or I'm not going to eat so much junk food, whatever that is. It'll be 10 times easier on the almost two weeks of waning moon. Now, when we get to the new moon, the dark moon, that's the time to go inside. What, whether you do a big old meditation under a tree or just 30 seconds of like, what do I want now? Not what did I want last month? Not what does the world want for me? What do I feel? What do I want? Do Take stock. And then the next two weeks of waxing moon, it's getting bigger. Add into your life. That's the time to ask for a raise. That's the time I'm going to do more exercise. That's the time I'm going to have lunch with my friends more. I'm going to laugh more. I'm going to eat more vegetables, whatever that is. And now, for the next almost two weeks. Now, all of a sudden, within less than two weeks, you will notice that with the grace and ease of the moon, two weeks of adding what we want and need, the full moon and celebration and gratitude, the two weeks of releasing what's not serving you and the inner look, it's like breath. The good stuff in your life gets better faster and faster with the grace and ease of the moon and tapping into your tides and the, well, not good or bad, but stuff that no longer serves you falls away with that same grace and ease. 
it can be your secret weapon and just looking at the moon. We all love astrology. I love astrology. I'm a Libra. This and my moon is here and the planets are there. The, I mean, planets are there. But the moon is the water within us. And it's way closer than those planets. And it's with us every, every day. So remember, get outside, look up, and follow those moon cycles. You'll be amazed. Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the Witching Hour. Yes, the hour of the day when the veil is thin and magic happens. I have some wonderful magic for you today. It's a young woman. I actually just met her briefly at the Parapod Festival, which was so much fun in Santa Clarita. Um, let me introduce you, though, to Stephanie Strange. She is a psychic medium. She is a paranormal investigator. She's been working on the TV shows Mysteries Decoded. She owns Spirit Circles in Santa Clarita with her husband. She's got all sorts of major things, but I'm just going to go right in and introduce her. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is awesome. I remember meeting you and I thought it was great. And, and I know you were just in Tombstone. I wasn't in Tombstone. I was there the week before because I do everything a little ahead or a little before. Fair enough. Um, so just tell everybody a little bit about yourself um, for anybody who maybe not know who you are. How did you, when did you find out you were a psychic medium? Yeah. Um, so I am Salvadorian. I'm Latina. So in a way, like you know, with Catholic households and, and Latino households, there is a little bit of magic and supernatural elements embedded into it. And so I feel like it's always been around me. But as I got older, I actually went through a journey of being a skeptical atheist person, actually. And I had a friend that passed away in high school. And um, well, I was in high school, she had just graduated. And when I was living in Denver, um, my a mutual of ours had reached out to me. She's like, you're in Denver. I'm in Denver. We should have coffee and talk about this friend that passed away. And I said, sure, let's let's reminisce. So um, when I went to her house, it just like her mom, by the way, her mom and her mom's partner, they're a lesbian couple for context. Uh, they're both very, they're intuitives. They're very sensitive and they're amazing. And they were picking up on stuff about me like, you know, my mom had a miscarriage and I had a half brother. And if I were to look through the photos that there's pictures in the photos that it was actually him and not me, which I found really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and the part that really got to me, though, was when she, uh, Percy, I'll say her by name. She was somebody that passed away. She was actually like a mentor to me. I looked up to her very much. And she was also indigenous. So a lot of the things that she taught me was through her practices. And she told me that I've always been sensitive. I've always been intuitive. I was a very sensitive child. And she picked up on a lot of things that I felt as a kid. I'm like, that's so true. I was so sensitive. I was always told that, you know, I need to tone it down mm -hmm. and not be myself. And so I kind of learned to shut that out. Yeah, as and, they do in this country, yes, or mm -hmm. any country, really. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, Percy was telling me that my mom had a brother that died when he was in El Salvador, and I didn't know anything about this. So when I went home, I asked my dad, my mom, we had discussions on it. Like, the fact that she told me was so big, like, I didn't even know that. So that opened me up to you know, this world. And, you know, I spent time with Percy and that really got me into the psychic development circle in Denver, Colorado, which is actually the biggest circle, longest circle happening in, in the, uh, in the country, I believe. Wow. Um, 
the my mentor Charles Cox he says I'm not a mentor but he's he is he's such a mentor he's amazing though uh he taught me everything that I know because of his community it kind of jump-started me into having a circle here in uh, California something that I never see people do anymore it's it's a lost practice that's beautiful so what exactly what what is it exactly? <laughs> yeah. So the psychic development circle is play basically we sit in a circle, we dim the lights, we use candles because this is kind of like a space where we want to use all of our senses and you're not allowed to break the circle. In a way, it's like a seance, like a traditional mm -hmm. like seance, but we call it the circle because you know how it is. People get scared of the word seance right. and it's really just talking to the dead. You know, if you're attempting, you're, you're doing a seance in some way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we sit in a circle. We're not allowed to break the circle. We sit for an hour and we just consensually ask uh, to give each other readings and we just go at it. We just practice. We sit in the circle and the energy gets so intense. It's so cool because, you know, it's one thing doing one-on-one -on -one readings and you do feel the energy in there. But when you're in a circle with people and everyone's so like open and wanting to give that energy, like be willing to receive and give readings, it's something I... I can't even express. It's so cool. And it's a great environment for beginners to like tap into that. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. That's what I mean. I use the word seance and I've been doing them since I was seven. Um, and I'd lift the bowl and create safe and sacred, the veil and create safe and sacred space. And you're right. It's like no other energy and it brings it out in people and they can develop and they can learn because they can see and sense and feel. So it's great that you're doing that. That is good. And one of the things that I never, oh, I'm so sorry. What was that? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Um, one of the things too with the circle is that what people don't see as often, but you see it in the circle, especially if you dim the lights, you have the candles and all that. You see people's face more. You see like their past life. It's like a really cool way to really practice like that skill set that you would normally wouldn't in like a one-on-one -on -one reading because, you know, usually in a well-lit space, right? Um I think one of the coolest stories that happened to me was uh, so when I was a kid, I used to collect um, this book of like beautiful hieroglyphics. Like I was so into Egyptian stuff and I was about like eight or nine at the time, probably because of the mummy. I don't know, but I was so into it at the time. It just, I was all in, I had Lisa Frank stickers and everything. <laughs> and um, so I was in the circle one day and this guy's like, Hey, Stephanie, can I come to you? I'm like, sure. He's like your face. I can't even see you. I'm seeing a different person, but the more I tapped into it, you you had a past life in that era. You, you, you were in Egypt and I'm seeing you like you were a scholar. You would write like in these manuscripts and you basically were the one jotting down stuff with the sky at night. And I was like, whoa, that's creepy because I'm so into astrology and I was so into the hieroglyphics. Again, I put my Lisa, like sacred Lisa Frank stickers <laughs> on these books. And so I was like, that is really strange that's I've never been told that so it's awesome yeah it is when you start tapping into this world me too the weird coincidences that aren't coincidences it starts putting all these puzzle pieces together of your entire life and yeah. everything makes sense I that is that is yes. beautiful yes and, you know, what's interesting about that is like, I, I think, you know, for most of us that, you know, jumpstart into this journey, I, I believe for me personally, I was a psychic first, right? A psychic is foretelling past, present, past, present and future, sensing the energy around you and the, that person, right? Whereas like the mediumship where I talk to the dead and spirits and stuff that came way later. So 
in this circle, I would get more premonitions of people and like, you know, what they did in their past or their present and all this stuff. And for me, I felt like, okay, that's it. I'm just a psychic. I'm not a medium. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's interesting because around like 2017, 2018, I had gone to New Orleans and my husband had surprised me for because my birthday is in October. I'm an October baby. Mm-hmm. And Yay, we all love October babies. Um, and he surprised me for a trip and we did an investigation behind a voodoo shop. And I was so nervous because I was like, okay, I've never done anything, never used equipment before. Um, I'm again, I'm more of like, I, I'm more on the spiritual side of things. That's where I tap into things. And so we did the investigation and I was learning how to use all the equipment. And it was actually a really good group. It was, I learned so much and they did a good job at rotating throughout that space. It was in the French quarter. So you got to, you know, like 30 people and we're all being rotated. It was pretty good actually coordinated. <laughs> um, but that was the first time I realized like, maybe I just don't have it in me. But then the more like when the lockdown happened and especially with the lockdown, I started going to like haunted spaces, like, you know, I would go to the Stanley. I would go to um, like the cemetery. I forgot the guy's name, but he was the first cannibal ever in the United States. They leave him offerings and stuff. So I was like, I I wonder if I feel anything. So, you know, I went to see that. I went to see Helen Northsworthy. She's considered the mother of the Ouija board. Uh, And so I started to feel things. I'm like, wait, maybe this is this is what it is. And so I would sit in silence and just like either close my eyes and just feel it and see what would come to me and write things down on like my notes app on my phone. And the more I I realized, I'm like, I don't need equipment. I feel more attuned to myself with it. But then I was brought on to the the show uh, called Mysteries Decoded Presents Spirit Squad. (laughs) Um, And that was fun because they were like, you know, they really wanted to push for an all-female cast. Even like the director was a, a woman. She was amazing. Shout out to Katie. Uh, you know, it was just amazing that they really wanted to empower women. Because I've never seen that before on television. I've never seen an all-female cast. Not often. Uh, <laughs> not, yeah, it's not really often, you know. Um, so, and it was on the CW. So I was like, wait, the CW? All-female cast? I, I got to I gotta see what this is about. So they took us to the Adobe Leonis, and I don't think many people have had the opportunity to investigate this space. Mm -hmm. Um, And that I pushed myself. I was nervous. I was so nervous because my I was like, okay, I'm going to be on TV. This I feel like it's intimate. I don't know about you, but I feel like when you're tapping into uh, spirituality and mediumship, it can be feel it can feel personal sometimes. You know, it it is. It's vulnerable. It's intimate. You're you're naked in a sense without being naked yeah <laughs> and um so here I am I'm like with all these cameras like whoa but you know what I did do and I always recommend this for people that if you are sensitive especially for me I'm an empath like I feel things with my body it's it's intense at times you want to do remote viewing try to do a remote viewing write things down record yourself too I recorded myself doing a remote viewing before I went to the Adobe Leonis I'm like don't tell me I just I want to just do this on my own I don't want you to tell me any information I want to know real before I go. And when I get there, you guys can give me the details, but I kind of feel like for my safety, I, I need to go and do this. So I did. And I was seeing like the staircase. I was seeing like this man, he kind of didn't want to show himself to me. He was being really mean to me. And then I kept seeing like a mirror and there's a whole story behind the mirror, which I didn't know. And I saw a younger woman. She was like maybe 20 or younger than that. 
And I sent the video to the production team because I said, hey, this is what I'm getting just in case you want to use it. If not, like you can ask me when you meet me in person because I was living in Colorado at the time. And when I get there, one of the, the, I think it was Dan, he was like, did you look this up? I'm like, no, why, why, why? He's like, your video was kind of crazy spot on. And then they took me to the mirror and there's a whole story. So it's apparently the story goes of the of Do, Adobe Leonis is that there is the spirit of this woman called Espiritu. She is Chumash indigenous and she also spoke Spanish as well. So that's another reason why they really wanted me to go here and, and do a reading in Spanish. And then she was married to Miguel. And for, I believe, generations, that plot of land belonged to her family, like her indigenous family and that lineage. And then she was married. And when he died, he left her nothing. So she had to fight the court for this property. It was pretty tragic. <laughs> like, that's messed up. Like, he dies and doesn't leave her anything. Um and I'm, I'm just like a nervous laugh, like how, how could he? But um, so anyway, here I was, they take me to the mirror and apparently when they did, I think it was like they did a, the, the wake, they had her casket by the mirror and people said they saw her there and they believe that she, it's like a portal. She tra uh, travels between the, the, the mirror, be between the mirror and the Adobe Leonis. And um. It was just, I was like, so just like, whoa, like, I can't believe it. So I knew that the man was going to taunt us. Um, but yeah, so when we got there, he didn't like women. You can tell he didn't like women. They felt dizzy. They felt uncomfortable. And um, but yeah, I just felt like that for me, that was the first time like, okay, I'm in outside of my element. I'm having people watch me. I'm dealing with an angry spirit who doesn't like women <laughs> and I'm dealing with a spirit that she's probably going to like me better the more I speak Spanish. And I, I am like, you know, that was my first language, but I speak more English now. So I was like, they're going to record my Spanish. And so I was just like, there's all these things, all these moving parts. But one thing I kept reminding myself was listen to like music that's going to make you happy. I think that's like a very undermined thing is music can lift your vibrations when you're feeling stressed, scared, whatever. Any spirits taunting you? blast k-pop blast any music <laughs> and you'll feel better you know oh completely i'm with you 100 it's sound the magic of sound is amazing music bells chimes i always have a chime with me on investing old-fashioned it can clear that. the air it can call in good spirits it can push out back it could do amazing so i'd love that you just blast the music yeah um, so that's that's amazing now tell people who may not know what remote viewing is yeah. Uh, so remote viewing is basically like you are, for me, it's like channeling that space. So like you meditate, you close your eyes, you think of the space and you let the visions come to you. That's you basically seeing the space as if you were actually there, basically with your, your third eye or, you know, your mind's eye, however you want to call it. But that's what you do. You use that to see what's there. And I've used it all the time. It's saved me so much time and protection. <laughs> Um, always recommend people to do that, especially if you're going to go to a space where there's a lot of tragic energy. Yeah. So get used to it. Yeah. And everybody, I, and I teach this in my school, find the way that works for you, yes. music, remote viewing, this and that. See, I like, I liked, I like to go in blind, blind, blind. I don't want to know anything about the place. I don't want remote view because I want to walk in and go, ah, <laughs> <laughs> 
because I'm weird, but I That's love fair. that. And remote viewing is just a beautiful art, a beautiful gift in itself. Yes. And you can use it to find lost people and lost keys. And yes. Talk to spirits. It's really good. So is that how going to New Orleans with your husband, is that how you got into the paranormal world outside the, the, the psychic? Yes. Community? I think that really jumpstarted it. I mean, I had always gone to the Stanley Hotel but like the more I really was like, okay, I'm ready to take this more serious and see what comes to me. The more I realized like, cause like you were saying, everyone has their own path. And I realized that like my empathy, you know, being an empath and feeling things with my body, like I would feel like sharp pains and in, in spaces that like either the victim or the spirit was like stabbed or shot. Um, like I know when I went to Mentryville, that was one of the first things I'm like, why am I feeling this piercing thing in my temple? And then the polter script. And if people don't know what that is, it's like an ovulus. I say it's like receiving a text from a spirit. It's a device where it senses the electric magnetic fields around you and it generates words for you, basically. It said revolver. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this is kind of creepy. <laughs> um, spot on. It, I, I never not get amazed when your intuition kicks in and then like the equipment then kicks in. Like, I think that that always for forever will amaze me. Me too. And I, 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 me, I love it. I lo I'm not an equipment person. I could hardly use my cell phone really. Um, but with the people who have it is amazing. Cause I, for years have been saying things, explaining exactly what the spirit looks like or their exact movements. And, and again, you believe me or you don't believe me. Now there's a person with a SLS camera or some other device or a camera that's showing the exact thing. It's like confirmation, confirmation, the tech and, and, and us yes. being that we're our own tool is I just can't get over it. I love it. Yeah. And I feel like people kind of like, not all the time, but there's a spectrum of people in the community that undermine like our, our intuition, our gifts, if you will, uh, because they value the equipment more. And I'll give you an example of this. So, you know, the Adobe Illuminus was so important for me because I use tarot and I don't see people use tarot that often in when they go in investigations. They, they might use a dowsing rods. And it's interesting because I'll see people talk about dowsing rods, but really glorify equipment. But I'm like, you do realize that a dowsing rod is a divination tool. It's like yeah. part of our community. So it's funny yeah. that, you know, I, I've seen that happen. And so in a way, it's like there's mm -hmm. no. Yeah, I, I loved yours. Like the light up ones. Those are amazing. Yeah. I thought. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think divination tools are so great. And I, I don't think people need to spend so much money on equipment, you know, use yourself. But you can start with a t if you have tarot cards, oracle cards, pendulums, doubt. Those are just as amazing. Yeah, just as amazing. Uh, They're mm -hmm. cat balls, you know. Go to the yeah. grocery store, go to Petco and get some cat balls, your dowsing rods, your tarot cards. I agree wholeheartedly. And again, they're, they're door openers, they're div divination things. So um, yes. it's funny how you're saying that angry guy. That's one thing I noticed about old fashioned. And Mentryville, I got it a little bit too. Mentryville for everybody, it's, it's an old kind of a Western town in the Santa Clarita area. We did an investigation at um, during the Parapod. But one thing, and I do because living out west the oldest things are mining cities so how many times have been to virginia city and nevada city and vulture city and butte and all these places there is different attitudes about women yes. <laughs> you, we have to look this is not the me too age this is not women power they whew, you have to yes. deal with it's cranky old miners who did not yes. have the respect and the women who were there, they did not respect in whatever form they were. So, so we have to take that into consideration. when we Oh were yeah. 
when I went upstairs, and, and that's why I use my husband too. So like, so me and my husband are both intuitive. We met at the Psychic Development Circle in Colorado, and we both host the circle here in, in Santa Clarita and Palmdale as well. And when I feel like, okay, this is a little bit too much, or I'm not getting anything, or I'm feeling a block, I either will like have my husband swap with me. So like, I will monitor him, I'll write things down as he's picking up things and he'll because you know tombstone he, there was some stuff that he was way more spot on than i was and you know i've been sometimes more spot on than he has and you know you're right as sometimes you have to look at who you are like your identity like your demographic because it plays a huge role so don't feel bad like especially if you are tapping into this and you want to start tapping into talking to spirits don't feel bad if you can't always connect they may not like you for whatever reason yeah. um they're literally like us without the meat suit so sometimes you vibe sometimes you don't um and in this case, you know, like you were saying, it's just a different era. Like we were upstairs in that house in Mentryville and the Poulter script, again, it was like picking up words and it called me a, like the guy called me a wench and he said <laughs> silence. And I was pulling up my tarot cards because I wanted to talk to the young lady and like he was just not having it. And I'm like, okay, you are now like messing with this. Like I need you to go away. Um and if that happens, you guys, like I usually do a recentering thing where I just like close my eyes for a little bit, imagine my little bubble, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm pushing them out of it, like get yeah. out. <laughs> um, but you know, mo it, it's for me, it's pretty tameable, honestly. Like I've never felt so like I'm not safe, but I do feel resistance. You know, like it's just, yeah, unfortunately, what it is. Um, and I forgot to mention, I later on when I was doing the psychic circle. There was somebody that recognized me from the Mentryville tour and she showed me a picture. There was a, she saw, she has a silhouette of a guy upstairs and she felt it too. Like it just did not feel comfortable at all. So there is <laughs> picture wise, we all felt it. Yeah, we, all felt it. we all felt it. And again, it goes with the territory, probably same as Leona's Adobe, it's different yes. era, different world. You know, we don't have it so bad now. <laughs> just, yes. But I've seen pictures of Mentryville. I was saying about face morphing. I don't know if you ever do allow photos at your thing. I've got more pictures of, of me or other people's face completely morphed, blurred oh over or morphed or looking like somebody completely different. I have a couple from the seances at Mentryville. Oh, wow. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I haven't seen over. too many, but like, I would love to look at them. Um, but yeah, no. And, and that goes back to like the psychic circle, like, you know, I've met so many amazing people there. And I always tell people like the psychic circle. And even if you don't have access to a circle, like I always tell people, if you have a group of people that you know, that really just want to practice and tap into it, sit in a circle, you know, do light up a little candle, uh, use that as your light source, your, you know, like, your barrier, do your meditation, do whatever you believe in. If you do prayer, meditation, chant, whatever it is that you do, do like a protection thing, sit in a circle for like maybe like an hour and you will be so surprised because sometimes in these circles too, that I forgot to mention, one person can be a battery for other people to really tap into their like gifts. I've seen that happen. Um, granted, it sucks for the bat person playing as a battery because they'll feel drained, but you know, it does happen. Awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. often, again, whatever their energy thing is. So yeah, you don't mind. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, most of the time people are pretty good about it. But you know, yeah. sometimes people are like, dang, I didn't get anything, but I feel tired. I'm like, well, you probably were the, <laughs> you were the battery. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, we do a couple of those things. And, you know, I, I have done a seance. I did it at the Adobe Leonis. And if you guys ever want to see that, like that was one of the most coolest things ever. So we did seance in Espiritu's room. And I did the same thing. You know, I did a protection. But I also want to explain when it can go bad. Because this is where I was like, did I do something wrong? But I, I didn't. Uh, so I did the protection. We sat with the two women. And they're like daredevils. Like they want, like one of them's uh, catchphrases. I want to be pushed down the stairs by a demon. Like she, she said it on camera. Um, she's, she's a daredevil. She's like a Harley Quinn of, of paranormal investigators. I swear to God, she is. Uh, but she was saying things like that. And so when we were doing the seance, we had like uh, the ovulus. They were using the ovulus in the center of the table. And it, it, so here we are. Yeah, I'm asking questions. And I sat there. I'm like, wait a minute the many to leave the room because she doesn't want you guys in here. So they left and all the equipment started going off to confirm, like, get out, get out. Yeah. <laughs> so it was us three women. They were in the hallway filming. And every time I'd ask a question, like the animals would start crying. Like you could hear it. It was really gnarly. And then I looked to like, I believe she was on my left. I see Brittany. That's her name. And I see like the back, forming on her lower because she had like a shirt you can kind of see like her lower half and I'm like Brittany you're turning red do you are you okay and we lift the shirt and I'm seeing the scratch just form because that spirit did not he was trying to scare us out of there wow and but she got excited she goes no no this is evidence I want this to happen yeah so, if you ask for it you're gonna get it yeah yeah so I want people to like if they ever do if they were part of a seance or they do something a seance for the first time don't blame yourself because sometimes there's people that really want it to happen like they're in that circle to have something happen to them and it's not thing that you did even if you are you know if you are probably conducting it and hosting it don't feel bad because for me I was like oh my god I'm on television this is the first time I'm doing it on television oh my god oh my god oh my god she's getting scratched but I'm like wait a minute she asked for it you asked for it yeah and that makes good tv yes <laughs> no i know and, and again i firmly believe that this is our realm of existence they have to play by our rules but people don't know that so we give our power away yes. but i've had just as crazy i've i did i didn't say i want to be pushed down the stairs by a demon but i got a little cocky at a shoot in indiana uh last month and it pushed me down three stairs and i really sprained my oh, knee oh, i've had my ribs broken by the black dahlia killer i have had somebody burst into flames at marilyn manson's house so yeah things can go bad i know what i'm doing i've been doing it since i was seven i've studied science occult science metaphysics yes. religion my entire life but yeah life happens but yeah some people want it and especially if you're doing tv they want it so yeah yeah, yeah. it was like wait a minute and she was like obviously getting excited and the other lady with me, she had a she created a sigil. She had gone to the conjuring house. And I guess like, so for more context, because again, they're both daredevils. She made a sigil and she invited the spirit from the conjuring house, the parent house to follow her. And so things were happening in her home. She lives in Vegas, but it also followed us in the circle. So here we go. You know, I have me conducting it Two women who are asking for it. Let's go. What's going to happen? <laughs> wow. <Yep>. So, <laughs> you know, and again, I just, I just want, I, I feel like that's something that I just want to share with people because these are all like, I'm kind of just coming from experience of like my first of things and how I got into it. And again, I don't want people to feel like what I felt where it's like, I did something wrong. No, you can do a protection, but if people want it, so like you said, give away your power, it's going to happen. Now that also leads me to the story of what I first started tapping into equipment and being, you know, a psychic medium, 
I, I feel like this has happened to some people. I've talked to a couple people in this community and it's happened to some of us where we really just go in and I think we kind of like shift our brain and we start focusing so much on the equipment that like you block out your gifts or you start to second guess yourself. And that was not fun for me. So um, what happened is I had done a video for a YouTube series and it was basically like carrying around a object to see if it's haunted, we, which we didn't know which one was haunted. And then we would swap it on the second day and test it again and see like, you know, what are we getting? Now we went through like a series of vlo like vlogging everything, you know, jotting things down. And with the doll, it's right behind me. It's this little like a uh, Confederate, uh, not Confederate. It's a revolutionary war little doll thing, not Confederate. I'm like, why did I say that? No. Um, but basically like I didn't pick up anything with the doll and it's broken too. So the person that had it broke the doll yeah. <laughs> and it's haunted. That was a haunted doll. We didn't know at the time. And, but for me, I was like, no, I, the equipment kept like getting stuff with like the other doll we had that wasn't haunted. But, and I felt it too. I'm like, I feel that this doll is haunted. Like I felt it. And then, then when they did the reveal, it turns out that this doll here had a spirit of like an 86 year old man. He liked animals, which we, we got on camera that the animals really liked this toy, which is so bizarre. Um, all the toys and <laughs> the little doll and both me and the other person that were doing this swap. And I was like, but I, it's so gentle. I don't in the equipment stop picking up anything. And so I was like, maybe it's not haunted. I mean, I feel like it could be though, but I, it's, it's so faint. So, here I was, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was like my learning lesson, too. I was like, okay, I feel it, but the equipment isn't doing anything. And so I just kept second guessing myself with it. And I just felt like, what the heck? Like, is it me? Is it the equipment? What's going on here? So then, like, as we dabbled into this and they revealed everything and we're like, it's the, the Revolutionary War doll. We were both very shocked because, like, even my my co-host who had the other doll it was like a baby doll like a real a porcelain and baby doll and we both were just very scared of it from the beginning there was a footage in the video where he is like joking he's like well i get a date tonight and he's stuck at his tongue and then he heard a bang in his room and like he, we see it it's not anything he goes to the hallway no one's there he goes into his roommate's bedroom door and he's like you guys are jerks you're playing a prank on me and they're like what are you talking about and he's like I'm doing the this thing here and you guys are joking and they're like, we didn't even know you were home. <laughs> and um, so then like, I was like, no, I feel this doll is haunted. Well, guess what? Literally the last day we're putting away these dolls. We're putting them in the box because they're, you know, production's going to do something with it. And as I'm doing that, there's a tag that the doll came from a museum in Seattle and they collect items from boats. So I'm like, no, this is, but I was relying on the equipment to guide me and I should have never done that. Right, right. Um, so that was my learning lesson of like, you know, equipment is great, but you are your own strong vessel. You, you know? are your own. And, and when you start thinking too much, am I, am I wrong? Am I this, that's you bringing your left brain and just shush it up because yep. that'll just crash it all down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you'll learn that as you go. You're doing amazing for being as fairly new to it as you are. You've got this. You are doing great. I love that we are both sitting here with haunted dolls behind us. Yes. I know you could do this. I've got my bell right here. She's extra dark today for some reason. I don't know why. Um, 
Yeah. So. <laughs> I, she called to my attention in the beginning of this. I'm like, I feel like she has like, what are those little things behind her? That one is haunted. I feel like. Yeah. It is. <laughs> 105, 106. Now people see her move all the time, literally, figuratively in every which way. So what about your little Mickey? Yeah. So I was actually at a comic, uh, comic book and used toy shop. Oh, oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was like, where did you go? Um, so yeah, I was at a comic and used toy shop and I felt something flick the back of my head and I was like, oh no, there's no one here. Something's calling my attention because <laughs> I feel things with my body and I turn around and I see a bucket of toys and the butt of Mickey is sticking out, but I didn't know it was a Mickey doll. It's just, I pull it out. We look at each other. I'm like, oh, it's you. You're calling my attention. Okay. So I walk to the front of the store and I'm like, hey, how much for this doll? And he's like, actually, we don't know. It was the only toy that didn't have a price tag. So they're like, we'll give it to you for 10 bucks. Later on, I looked it up. This doll, These dolls are worth like 150, 50 bucks. Oh. Yeah, they made them in the, I think in the 80s or something like that. Um, and I was like, so weird. So I get home and I'm picking up this elderly lady but I feel like this is more like a memory, like a residual energy almost like because it can feel like different memories and smart, mm -hmm. you know, energies can also exist all in one, you know, an object. Most people don't really talk about that, but it does happen. So I'm sensing this lady and I'm seeing how like it's like a videotape, like she was collecting all these toys and this is one of them, but it belonged to a little boy that was sick. And that's where this little boy is hanging out. And so, and I've seen, I've done lives with him on TikTok and people have asked him questions and the K2 meter has gone off or yes or no. It's kind of cool actually. Uh, but I was like, okay, well maybe like, I'm going to give myself a moment. And I like set him down here and I said, okay, you're going to stay in the room. I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to put too much. I'm going to be nice. Cause I want to see if anything happens in the house. So I'm going to see what happens. I saw a shadow figure in my kitchen <laughs> Uh, he came to visit me in my dream and that's confirmed too. I'm like, okay, yep. You're a little boy. Okay, Johnny. We did a, we did a tarot card session. He loves my Disney tarot, by the way. He got really excited about that. Um, and so I got that he was a little boy. His name's Johnny. He was really ill and like, he's just, that's why he sticks around with the doll because through the doll, he's been able to see life with other people and like people that also enjoy the allure of Disney and the things that he enjoyed before he passed. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Belle had to a bad spirit I got rid of before the sun went down and this beautiful little girl spirit. Yes, things have energies and lots mm -hmm. of all clean cut. Um, yes. Well, oh my God, this is amazing. But we're, we're going to have, we have so much more to say. We're just going to have to have you back again. Uh -huh. so get into everything else. But tell everybody um, where they can find you, where they can find you on social media, if they want to know about your circle, any TV stuff you have coming up. Any yeah. Um, so for the psychic development circle, if you guys want to sit down, we are located in Santa Clarita. I know I'm doing one with mystic Dylan at old Emporium. I'm also doing one in Palmdale. So you can find us on meetup.com type in psychic development circle in California. You'll find me, uh, Stephanie and Carl. I'll just pop up. You'll see, you'll see the host, Stephanie. You'll know it's me. Um, but you can find me on TikTok, Stephanie Strange, S-T-E-F-F-A-N-Y. Um, and you can find me also on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. I also co-host a web series called Something Scary. We do folklore and urban legends around the world. Beautiful. So you guys look her up, like her, follow her. 
check out her circles if you're in the area and then watch her whenever mysteries decoded i've worked that show once that's why i saw, I saw that you did it with jen and we did a thing at the cecil hotel but it wasn't about all about investigate i had like dowsing rods at k2 meter or something but i love that they've gone that direction so you guys check it out it's a great show and jen's ex-military and amazing yeah. Here's an interesting story. You might want to hit her up because she is a cancer survivor and she's been going through her journey. So it's she's gone through a whole journey herself. <laughs> yeah, I, I should. I mean, I, I was supposed to be long dead a long, long time ago from illness. You can get rid of illness. You can yes. get rid of cancer. Easy. Easy. <laughs> um, I just got to believe. Anyway, yeah. so thank you so much, Stephanie. You are delightful. Um, I wish you the best. I'm sure everybody's going to know you now and is going to know you. And check her out, you guys. Thank you for bringing your magic to the witchy cow. Thank you.